Hello, and welcome to Life of a Boss, the podcast, hosted by entrepreneur, public speaker, and mentor, Jason Harden. This podcast is all about helping audiences create and reach their own definition of success through positive thinking, perseverance, and personal development. Having survived extreme obstacles from an early age, such as cancer, poverty, abuse, family dysfunction, and even homelessness, Jason has learned how to master the art of resilience and defy all odds to become the boss he is today. So, get ready for some serious game and remember to keep an open mind. Now, without further delay, here is your host, Jason Harden. Yo, 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 and welcome back to another wonderful episode of Life of a Boston Podcast. I am your host, Jason Harden, and I am extremely excited and happy to be here, uh, probably because I'm going to be recapping our interview with uh, award-winning radio producer Twala Sharp from KFI. Uh, 640 more stimulating talk radio um he's the producer of the mo kelly show also has his own podcast um notorama on iheart radio so check that out but anyway Tawala is an incredible young man um he's from my town First of all, from where I currently reside, I'm from the Bay Area, but everybody knows I'm made in Dina. So uh, is definitely a Dina cat. Um, we go, well, he goes back to 95, well, uh, to 1995, uh, 92.3 to beat. Now, for those who are my age, 92.3 to beat in 1995 was like... Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> you know, to, to, to the to the film industry. Like, basically, like, 92.3 to beat was hip-hop. It was black music on the West Coast in L.A. area. And because it was, it was in the L.A. area, it, it set the tone for what the rest of the world recognized as hot music on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they played got played. You know what I'm saying? So so he was in the thick of things back when radio really meant something. You know what I'm saying? Back when it, it was all we had to listen to other than the music we purchased. You know, there wasn't no um, uh, iHeartRadio, I, I uh, Pandora, uh, Spotify, uh, even even uh, Sirius or any of the old schools, XM Radio, there was none of that shit back then. So Tawala was back in the music industry where people were in the music industry definitely wanted to be. You know, they wanted to get to 92.3. And, and uh, for that to be the beginning of his career is, is amazing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I wanted to touch on first, uh, how he got that position at 92.3. And I wanted to say that he was all in on what he believed was his path, his definition of success, and that was being a rapper. You know, Tawala wanted to be a rapper with his group, and, and, and but they didn't just want to be a rapper and make songs and stay in the studio making songs. No, they went out there and tried to perform, tried to get their demos heard, was pushing their shit, and and they got they got a little love. They got a little love from from uh, from the beat. And they kind of, they kind of, you know, kind of blew up for a hot little second. You know what I'm saying? Uh, locally and 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 in LA and and with those that listen to music uh, at that time from the beat. And what happened was Tawala, 
was exposed to that radio station, you know, to 92.3 The Beat, specifically that radio station as he was, um, you know, trying to pursue a rap career. And what that rap career did was led him to his interest in radio, you know, and I, and I just wanted to emphasize that um, whatever you love to do, whatever your real passion is, if you go all in, even if that doesn't end up being your passion, it will lead you to where your life calling uh, really calls to. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll lead you to where your, your life calling really is, to what you're, you're really supposed to be doing in life. And I think that's uh, an incredible thing to remember because we always... Some of us are just wishy-washy with ourselves. We don't, we don't, we don't dive into an idea that we think is great because maybe it's not popular. Maybe uh, our parents think it's whack. Maybe our friends think it's a stupid idea. Maybe it looks funny uh, coming from us because maybe we're black or, or we're male or or you're a female or, or whatever it is, and something doesn't look right coming from you, so or or it just doesn't doesn't look like it's supposed to be your thing. You know what I'm saying? How many people have given up an idea? Because it didn't look like it was supposed to be their thing. Maybe they love the violin, but you a 300-pound brother from the hood. You ain't supposed to be playing no violin. But by whose definition? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say uh, uh, create and live your own definition of success. You know what I'm saying? Find out what that is. Because, man, your decision to pursue something is important. Your decision to, to pursue what your dream is is very important. So make that dream you. Make that dream yours. Make that dream who you really are. And in the process of pursuing that dream, you might find what your calling really is. Like Tawala did. You know what I'm saying? He found his calling was in this 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 seat of broadcasting, this seat of, of, of radio and airplay and, 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 and conveying to the masses the art that people make and, and the art that we all love. So, um... I just appreciate that he shared that. You know, I appreciate that he shared that his passion was was rap, that he wanted to be a rapper, and that shit didn't work out. But because it didn't work out, you know, he was already exposed to to a lot of the business that, that wanting to be a rapper will bring you. You know what I'm saying? Will bring you to. So, so um, that's why it's so important to... What, uh, to dive into whatever you think your definition of success is at that time. Dive into it. Don't half-ass with anything because had Tawala half-assed with his rap career at the time, he would have never got to the station. He would have never made it to the station to change his life. You know what I'm saying? Had he not been all in on what he thought was meant for him and that was a career in rap. You know what I'm saying? So that's what... I think that was the foundation of... Of the values of that interview to me Because it was just how how he followed his passion How he followed his interests How he followed what he loved to do And how that created uh, the boss he is today And um, let's move on We gotta move on And uh, another thing I took away from that Was he went from intern to boss You know what I'm saying here For those that didn't catch the interview Listen to the interview Don't even listen to this Without getting some re- reference of where, the, where, where this material comes from, because that was a great interview. It was a we have nothing but great interviews. I can't even rate it top one, top five, top ten. I'm because they're all great because they're all uh, bosses giving their personal experience. So, so Tawala's interview was great, and it was so packed with 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 
nutrients. You know what I'm saying? It was so packed with vitamins and minerals and, and shit good for our, our bodies as businessmen and as professionals and as as bosses and training and bosses to be and and bosses and boss veterans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wherever you are in your bossism, he had game for you. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I appreciate that because I didn't. I've never spoken to Tawala to this extent ever. You know what I'm saying? I've never gotten this much detail and this much game from him in all our conversations because there weren't that many. You know, Tawala, that's one thing I can say that he reached out to me. You know what I'm saying? I was running for office in the city that we're both from, and he said, hey, Jason. I didn't even know who you like, who, who are you? <laughs> I didn't even, because like I said, I'm not up on radio like that. I'm not up on game. Had I been up on game, I would already know who he was. But he was like, hey, Jay. Uh, I'm a producer on the Mo Kelly show. I'm going to get you on the show. I'm going to get you on the air. You know what I'm saying? And, and for those that don't know, KFI is a big deal. You know, 560 radio, I think there's a channel 560 AM radio. Uh, uh, KFI, the Mo Kelly show is a big deal. Mo Kelly, at the time, I don't know if it still is, but at the time it was the only black talk show on KFI. The only black radio program on KFI. So, so he, you know, led the way. If there's more blacks now, that's great because he led the way. But but if not, he's still leading the way and pioneering uh, that channel and, and, and that station uh, for people like us. And they make a way for people like us. It ain't, th- it ain't folks that just took that way and ain't looking back, man. They make a way for folks like us. And, and, and that's why he had me on the show. And, and it was just an awesome experience. And that's one thing that I can say about Tawala is that he knows how to give back. And that's one thing I guess I wanted to say more than anything is the brother's attitude towards giving, towards showing love. And I think that was the most apparent thing in the entire interview. He showed love and he expressed how he showed love and, and expressed uh, the gratitude that he has for being able to show love. You know what I'm saying? Because he said that uh, if he ever got into that position, he promised God that he would give back and make a way if he ever got into any position of, uh, of status and of power and of influence. And he has done that, and I can vouch for that. Um, incredible, brother. But anyway, he went from intern to boss. You know what I'm saying? So, so being in them radio stations as, uh, I'm not going to say wannabe artist, but as an aspiring <laughs> rap artist, an aspiring rapper, and just being exposed to that station in those studios, that's what made him choose to be an intern. And for those that don't know, interns really don't get paid. Some do, but most interns don't get paid. So he did what he had to do to become an intern just to not get paid, to work his ass off. And I think the brother's work ethic is my next point. Man, the brother said, make yourself indispensable. He made himself indispensable at the beat. He did everything that was asked of him and more. And did it with detail and care and humility and pride. And that's what you have to do. You have to take pride in what you're doing. Whatever, I, I, I told him, man, I, if I was shoveling shit, I'd be the best shit shoveler that day because, man, I chose to do it. So I'm going to take pride in it. I'm not going to choose to do something and then have a shitty attitude about it. So stop doing that. If that's you, if you choose to do something, or if you, if you find yourself at a job, at a task, at a volunteer place, or, or whatever the fuck, and you're upset, and you're mad, and you're cranky, Fuck you, because your ass chose to be there, 
Ain't nobody asked your ass to be there. Ain't nobody, well, even if they asked, they didn't twist your arm. Nobody put a gun in your head and make you show up. So if you show up anywhere, put that fucking uh, uh, pride and ego and all that to the side. Well, the ego part, if you're going to have pride, have pride in what you're doing. Don't have pride in who you are. I'm, I'm too good for this. No. Have pride in what you're doing. Put your ego to the side. Check your ego at the door and do the job. If you agree to do something, do it. And that's another thing Tawala said, man. If you say you're going to do something, do it. You know, that's one of the, the prerequisites of a boss. I do what the fuck I'm going to say I'm going to do. I'm going to die trying. You know what I'm saying? So, so I appreciate that as nice as Tawala was... He was very hardcore about his work ethic, about his values, about his standards, about his non-negotiables. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 um, that brings me to humility. He said one of the most important qualities you can have is humility, being humble. And he spoke about Biggie Smalls, man. There's so many takeaways here, and I only got so many minutes. But he spoke, he shared a a very interesting story about Biggie. And this was after Tupac died, right before Biggie died. You know, that was a very small window. So, And that was also the window where, where Biggie was the king of rap. Pac was gone. And Biggie was the king of rap, and he shared how when Biggie came to the to the station, to the beat, how Tawala was so, you know, he was pumped. He was upset because, you know, it, it was, it was, he was who riding for the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? It was easy for all. We all got caught up in that shit for the most part, that East Coast and West Coast beef. If you was alive then, listening to hip-hop, and, and knew about Tupac or Biggie, you picked a fucking side. And it was usually the side you lived on. You know what I'm saying? So, so Tawala was no different, <laughs> no better at the time. You know, he picked a side. And he worked at, at, at Ground Zero of, of West Coast music. You know what I'm saying? Of, of the West Coast uh, um, um, headquarters of, you know, of that East Coast, West Coast war. So, so to, to, to know that Biggie was coming... He was pumped. He was pumped to give this motherfucking attitude. Or, you know what I'm saying? Give him, I guess, all kind of bad service. I guess that's what you do. <laughs> give him a hard time, I guess. But he said Biggie came. And when Biggie came, you know, he didn't have an entourage. didn't have the, you know, whole click or whatever. He said he had little C's with him and maybe his driver. And he said Biggie came with just the most humble attitude. Just like, you know what, um... You know, thank you for coming, having me down here, man. I appreciate you calling me down here and having me here, whatever. And he said it was just so humble. Biggie was so cool and, and, and so laid back and so, 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 you know, appreciative of, of being there. And, and, you know, he, he didn't need nothing. He was a boss at the time. He was the king of rap. He, he could have just, you know, had all this ego and all this, you know, I'm the shit. But he didn't have that. And, and Tawala said that was... That was disarming. You know what I'm saying? That, that he, he didn't even have that rage. All that shit just dissipated. You know, all that, all that anger, all that, all that excitement, all that energy that he had in, in, in this, in this, invested in this East Coast, West Coast beef, which is bullshit, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Just another way for black folks to perpetuate ignorance and violence and, and, and negativity. But, but he got caught up in that, as we all did at the time. And he said that just left his body. You know, and then a couple weeks later, Big got killed. But he said that 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 was the experience that that 
that really softened him up as as you know what I'm saying and really really appreciating people for who they are and and and, and being giving and being humble and, and and that was and that was his major takeaway and that was my major takeaway from this interview is the humility of this man and and and, and the humility that is required to be extremely successful. You know, you don't become successful and, and then become humble. You know, uh, success comes with being humble. Success comes with knowing you're not the greatest. The world doesn't revolve around you. Uh, um, you know, there, there's going to be a, a better one after you. You know, you're just one in a million. You know what I'm saying? Success comes with, with knowing your insignificance. As well as knowing your greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to know both. You can't walk around thinking I'm the shit all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's great. I'm not going to say don't do it at all. I'm just saying that you can't walk around thinking I'm the shit all the time. Not all the time. You can't act like that. You can think it, but you can't act like that. Sometimes you have to act like there's other people on this planet with you. And you have to give a fuck about these people. Even if you don't know these people. And that's humility. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that the world doesn't revolve around you. And I think that's the greatest quality you can have no matter what you achieve in life. Because that right there will always help another person achieve something. That right there will always keep you uh, uh, idolized and admired. And, and, and people will want to be like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like... If you have everything in the world and you're an asshole, man, people are like, I don't want to be him. You know what I'm saying? People wouldn't want to, like, if that was the life you have, you, you just seem miserable. When you're an asshole, you seem like you're a miserable person. I ain't never met an asshole I thought was a was a fun-loving person. You know what I'm saying? I think they're all miserable people. People that, like, misery loves company type shit, I think people want to make you miserable because they're miserable. But people that are humble, people that are, are grateful and gracious and and... and, and and sincere and genuine, man, those people are, they look like folks that have the most joy in their lives. But anyway, I'm going to end it there, man. I love y'all. I love that interview with Tawala, man. Hit him up on Twitter, at Tawala, if you want to connect with him, man. The brother is a genius when it comes to this broadcasting business, when it comes to this airplay, when it comes to radio, when it comes to podcasting. Um, like I said, he, he, he's been in the game since before podcasting, so... I, I was honored to have him on my show, honored to have him critique me, and I definitely invited him on the show again. Um, I love y'all. Uh, check us out every Monday and every Thursday for new episodes of Life of a Boston Podcast. Man, and remember, success is a lifestyle. Peace. Did anything stand out to you in today's show? If so, let us know. Your questions, comments, and concerns are important to Jason as he is determined to always deliver to you only the most impactful information and content. Until next time, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and leave a review whenever possible. You may visit lifeofaboss.net for more episodes and great resources to help you become the absolute boss that you were meant to be. You can also follow Jason on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hardway Harden. Thank you. And to never forget that success is a lifestyle. lifestyle.